What is going on, squad? My name is Brian Mark, and I'm the host of the number one podcast for online fitness coaches who want to make more money, change more people's lives, and have more of an impact in the world without spending any money on ads, websites, or even a funnel. Now, I built my fitness business to over $50,000 a month over the course of four years, and in the last two years, I've helped over 500 online fitness coaches quit their jobs and take their businesses online. Also, 50 of those students are over 10K each and every single month. Now, thank you so much for being here. Let's get into today's episode. What is going on on my fitness coaches? It's your mentor, B-Mark Fit, coming at you with another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Training Podcast. This is the number one show for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. Today's episode is about your friends and family planting seeds of doubt. Are your friends and family planting seeds of doubt? Interesting question. So, weekly update. Guys, this weekend was absolutely amazing. One of the things I do every single Sunday is I sit down and I review my goals and I ask myself like how close I was to my goals this week and like if there was anything that I need to work on. And I'm going to read you guys a quote. I'm going to read you guys a quote that punched me directly in the face this weekend, all right? It was actually so powerful that I got it printed out and written on my wall. So this quote says, have unshakable integrity. The most powerful thing a person can do is exactly what they say they will. Your word must print $100 bills. What you say happens. Anything less is unacceptable. and makes you untrustworthy to anyone smart or successful. So have unshakable integrity. This was an interesting idea as I was reviewing my goals because I'm in the middle of 50 days sobriety challenge. So I decided I was going to do 50 days sober and I was going to do 50 days sober, a thousand words of writing, two hours of activity, and one hour of learning every single day. Because I'm coming into the 10K mastermind experience, which is like my private coaching group. Every single mastermind that I do, I want to be better. And so I want to be a better leader and a better coach for every single mastermind that I run. And so me doing what I say I'm going to do is absolutely essential. Now, I was reviewing my goals from the previous weeks. And honestly, there was two days that I skipped doing two hours of activity for a variety of reasons. I was feeling lazy, blah, blah, blah. I was tired, blah, blah, blah. All the bullshit that we use to excuse ourselves from doing the things that we say we're going to do. So I restarted my sobriety challenge. So it's actually going to be 30 days straight. I basically canceled the last one because I fucked up and I recommitted to 30 days until my birthday, which is October 28th. So I'm doing 30 days straight of sobriety, thousand words writing, two hours of activity and one hour of learning every single day. So I think it's really easy for us to slip into complacency. And so this weekend I realized that I was kind of being complacent, but I believe that if you miss one day, you miss every day. So that's kind of me on my personal journey, just kind of recommitting. Okay. So guys, let's get into the podcast today. Let's have some fun. Let's have some fun. So part of this like two hours of learning that I'm doing every single day is I'm like learning from external sources of people that I view as like very intelligent. And one of those people, two of those people that I view as very intelligent is Tim Ferriss and Arnold Schwarzenegger. So Tim Ferriss and Arnold Schwarzenegger did this hour long interview, super good, where they talked about psychological warfare. All right, so we're gonna be talking about psychological warfare today. Now, one of the ideas that Arnold presented is he said that in order to be a champion, right, in order to win, you need to be focused on winning and you can't have like a shred of doubt about your outcome. Like, especially if you're in a competition against other people for the same thing, then it's the person that's the most certain of victory that's gonna pull out the victory. We're playing a game of like certainty, confidence, and belief. And so would you guys all agree with me that in order to accomplish your goals that you need to believe that it's possible? Would you guys agree with that statement? Like in order to accomplish your goals, you need to believe that it's possible. Would you guys agree with that statement that I made? In order to accomplish your goals, you need to believe that it's possible. So Arnold Schwarzenegger knew this. And he also knew that, you know, if he had to believe in accomplishing his goals in order to be successful, that he also had to stop his enemies from believing in their goals, right? So this is what psychological warfare is titled. It's basically called psychological warfare because you play mind games with your opponents, whatever it takes to win. Now, 
There's actually going to be two specific references. I'm going to talk about two specific examples of like well-known psychological warfare that you guys will be able to look up on your own. And then we're going to talk about how this applies to your own life when people are playing mind games with you. So Arnold Schwarzenegger talks about his three ways of waging war on the mind. All right. Now, the three ways that Arnold wages war on the mind is this. The first way of waging war on somebody else's mind, it's called interrupting patterns of focus. And so in the podcast interview, Arnold talks about how when he was on stage with Frank Zane, right? He was like posing off against Frank Zane, who was like well known as to be one of Arnold's like, you know, rivals. He used this waging war on the mind to interrupt Frank Zane's flow state. So what he would do is Frank Zane and Arnold were in a pose off and Arnold Schwarzenegger would go over to Frank Zane and he'd whisper a joke in his ear and he'd get Frank Zane to laugh. Now getting Frank Zane to laugh, what that did is it interrupted his flow state. So Frank Zane would laugh, blah, 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 but he would be thrown off and he would no longer be in the zone and he wouldn't be as good as he was before Arnold told the joke. Now I'm actually gonna give you guys an analogy, right? Let's imagine that you guys are squatting, like if you guys probably love squatting or deadlifting, you're going for a, a PR on a squat or a deadlift and right before you're about to do your lift, somebody comes over and tells you a joke and makes you laugh right before you're about to do a lift. It's going to throw you off, right? Even if like, let's go even as a worse example, somebody comes over to you in the middle of your heaviest squat that you've ever done and tells you a joke while you're on the bottom, throws off your focus and interrupts your pattern of focus. It's going to throw you off. So one of the ways of waging war on the mind is called interrupting patterns of focus. Okay. So that's number one. We're not going to be talking about that in the podcast today. But that is number one. Number two, the second way of waging war on the mind is never giving your enemy the knife that they need to kill you. Now, we're not going to be deep diving into this in this podcast, but I just wanted to tell you guys so that you guys can look it up on your own. So it says, never give the enemy the knife they need to kill you. So basically, Arnold Schwarzenegger talked about how he always gave either bad advice or the wrong advice to people that wanted his advice that wanted to be competitors against him. One of the examples he talks about is there was an amateur bodybuilder that asked him for advice on posing and... Arnold Schwarzenegger actually gave him, he told him that this amateur bodybuilder needed to grunt on stage. He's like, yeah, when you're posing, make sure that you grunt on stage because you'll get more points from the judges. That amateur bodybuilder actually ended up getting disqualified from his competition because he grunted on stage because Arnold Schwarzenegger was a senior and he told him to grunt on stage. So Arnold talks about never giving your enemy the knife they need to kill you. Okay, so that's a second way of waging more on the mind. Now, the third way of waging war in the mind, and this is what we're going to be dissecting in today's podcast, is planting seeds of doubt. Planting seeds of doubt. So what Arnold would do is he would make snide remarks and he'd make snide comments to get his competitors to question themselves. He'd plant seeds of doubt. One of the examples he talks about is he was in a bodybuilding competition with somebody that was set up to win the show. Like the guy had a crazy physique. Arnold said that the guy actually, he thought Degar had a better physique than him. And so what he did is he started waging war in his mind. The night before the competition, they were hanging out and Arnold looked at him and he said, have you suffered any injury? And the guy was like, no, like, what do you mean? Arnold said, well, you know, in previous competitions, when you came in, your legs were a lot bigger. So I assumed that you suffered a knee injury. That's okay though. And then walked away. Just left it at that. So then Arnold, you know, talks about this in the podcast, how he watched this competitor walk away and just look at his own legs. Now this competitor is questioning whether or not he's ready for the show, planting seeds of doubt. Now, Arnold knew that in order to win, he had to be the most certain. And so what he did is if he ever had competitors that he believed were, you know, capable of, or they had a better physique, or maybe they were more conditioned than he was, then he would wage war on his opponent's mind by doing these three things, interrupting their patterns and focus, planting seeds of doubt and never giving your enemy the knife they need to kill you. So he'd always give the wrong advice. Okay. So 
I want to give some more context because I actually think this idea is super fucking interesting. So I want to talk about GSP. So you guys know George St. Pierre. This is something that you guys can look up after the podcast. So GSP used one of these tactics in his win against BJ Penn where he stole the title belt. Now you guys might've heard of something about this on the news. If you're not a UFC fan, I'll just give you like the lowdown. So GSP and BJ Penn, two fighters in the UFC. They had a fight, GSP won and took the title from BJ Penn. And after GSP won, BJ Penn accused him of cheating. Finally, like, you know, BJ Penn took him to court. And after the court date, GSP admitted that he cheated, but not in the way that he thought. He said, I did cheat, but not how you think. Before the fight, when BJ Penn was walking up to the arena, if you watched BJ Penn, I hired a man to come and kiss BJ Penn on the mouth. Now in that moment, BJ Penn lost all of his focus and I was able to dominate him in the fight. So by waging war on his mind, GSP was able to beat BJ Penn and steal his title. Okay. So this is a super interesting concept for me. Like, this is like, man, I watched this video and I was like, let's fucking go. Like, I love this kind of stuff. Because the first thing that I thought about when I listened to this ideas of waging war in the mind is this. Guys, first of all, our minds already play enough tricks on us. Am I right? Like, if you're trying to build an online fitness business, like, your mind already plays enough tricks on you. Your mind already says things to you like, I don't know if it's going to be capable. You know, I don't know if this is possible. There's too many other online trainers already. I don't know if this is going to be feasible. I don't know if this is possible, et cetera, et cetera right? Now, the one thing that I want to talk about is because there's already a war happening inside of our mind about whether or not this is going to be possible for us, because there's already a war happening, you wanting to start your online business, when you have a conversation with your friends about, you know, I want to start my online business and I want to take this to the next level, your friends with or without their awareness, they may be planting seeds of doubt in you that are causing you not to take action and causing you to doubt yourself and causing you to be unable to achieve victory. Your friends might be planting seeds of doubt in you. I have a question. I want to know if any of you guys have heard any of these statements before, okay? How many of you have had your friends or family members say one of these things to you? So you tell them, you're like, yeah, I want to build an online business. I want to be able to make money from my laptop and I want to be able to take care of my family. That's what you tell them, right? How many of you have had one of your friends or family members say any of these things? Online training seems pretty unstable. What if you're not able to pay your rent? There's already a lot of online fitness coaches on the internet. Like, do you really think that you're going to come onto the space and make a name for yourself? Man, you've got kids to take care of. Like, what if you're unable to afford to put them in dance? Or what if you're unable to afford to put food on the table? Like, I don't know why you'd want to be an online trainer. You already make good money at your current job. Like, you've already got a good job. You already went to school, for sure. Like, you already went to school and you got a degree. Why would you give that all up to be an online fitness coach? That doesn't make any sense. Oh, you're thinking about hiring a business coach? That's not a good idea. I know a bunch of them that are scam artists and you'll probably get scammed too. What if that guy scams you? I just don't think it's a good idea to be an online coach. I just don't think it's like feasible. That just doesn't really make a lot of sense. Online coach, what do you mean online coach? What are you going to do when you're 50? Do you really think it's going to be around when you're 50? I know that you want to be an online coach, but if you leave your current job, you might never be able to go back ever. Like online coaching seems like a good idea, but in-person is a guaranteed income. So if you work in the gym, you're guaranteed an income. Or if you go online, like, I don't know if that's going to be possible for sure. Honestly, like it's better safe than sorry. It makes a lot more sense to get a secure job where you know for sure there's going to be income coming in because it's better safe than sorry. Like you could go online and you could go flat broke. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark 
and DM me the words more clients and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. Guys, here's, here's the fucking thing. Here's the thing, okay? Here's the thing. Now I know that these people probably have your best intentions in mind, right? When I learned this idea about waging war in the minds, like I instantly, I'm like, holy shit, man. Like there are so many people that get this war waged on them without their awareness. Like right now, guys, all my trainers, you're already waging war on your own mind. Like you are already dealing with this. Like already in your head, you have to deal with self-doubt and negativity and frustration and procrastination. Like you already have to deal with the war happening inside of your mind. And so when you have people around you, like your friends that are telling you they don't think it's possible, oh, you already have a degree and you're going to waste your degree by trying to be an online coach. When you have friends and family members that are saying that shit to you, like, yo, that's the worst kind of war is the one that's being waged on you by people that you care about. Because I think that even though we can all agree, it's not like your mom wants to see you suffer. Like that's not why she's telling you to take the safe route. But I also know for a fact that unless you believe it's possible, you are much less likely to go after your goals. And so my question for you right now on my fitness coach is who is it that's planting a seed of doubt in you right now? Like, I know as soon as I say that, you guys already have a name. So who is it? Is it your mom? You don't have to name a name, but is it your mom? Is it your significant other? Is it your sister? Is it your friends? Is it your quote unquote best friend? Who is it that's planting a seed of doubt in you? Because guys, although we love these people, like I've mad love for every human. You need to understand that if you keep listening to the dialogue that is happening between people that might not understand your ambition, you are constantly going to be questioning yourself, which means you will be unable to accomplish your goals. Because I'm actually going to touch on something for a second, because I think that a lot of this is another funny topic, right? Because we're talking about planting seeds of doubt. And when it comes to planting seeds of doubt, I know that a lot of you guys might be thinking, I'm usually the one that plants the biggest seeds of doubt in my own mind, which is totally fair, which is also why for a lot of you online fitness coaches, I always talk about why it's mindset first. If you've been in my fucking coaching program for more than 36 hours, you know that like we focus on mindset hard. If you're in the 10K Coaching Academy, mindset's like a big part of the program. If you're in the 10K Mastermind, we spend an entire month just on mindset. Like one out of the five months that we work together is literally all mindset. And this is why, because if you're waging war on your own mind, it's going to be really hard to win any worse outside of it. Okay. So we're talking about people that are outside of us though. We're not talking about ourselves right now. That's a different podcast altogether. We're talking about who are the people that are in your life right now that are waging war on your mind? Who is it that's planting a seed of doubt inside of you? Because we have enough fighting to do for ourselves. We don't need other people to be waging war on us too, especially when those other people are supposed to be our friends and family and supporters. You guys feel me? Okay. So there's fucking light at the end of the tunnel. There's light at the end of the tunnel because if it is possible, I'm a big believer in contrast, right? So this is where my mind went. If it is possible that something that I can say can cause somebody to doubt themselves, then it is also possible that something that I say can cause somebody to believe in themselves. Would you guys agree? If it is possible that something I say can cause somebody to doubt themselves, then it is also possible that something I say can cause somebody to believe in themselves. Would you guys agree? So let's look at the other end of the spectrum now because there's some light in this. And my question for you is this, who claps when you tell them your goals? Who claps when you tell them your goals? 
My question for you is who is it in your life that cheers you on when you tell them your goals? You know, so you go to this person, whether it's your friend, your family, your coach, your group, whatever it is, and you say, yo, I'm going to be a full-time online trainer. I'm going to make money from my laptop and I'm going to be able to take care of my family. And they say things to you like, yo, hell yes, Kenny, I believe in you. That's amazing. You've definitely got what it takes. Dude, Austin, you're going to crush it. Like, I love it. I think that's an amazing goal. I think you're going to absolutely dominate it. That is such an incredible goal. I definitely think you should go after it. Like, do it. Like, I love it. I believe in you. Let's go. That would be absolutely incredible if you were able to do that. Man, you've accomplished every single goal you've set for yourself. You can definitely do this too. I believe in you 100%. Let's go. That's amazing. I love that. Guys, if seeds of doubt can negatively impact us, right? So when we say our goals and somebody's like, uh, I don't know if you can do that. Like if that can negatively impact us, then it is also true that seeds of support can positively impact us. So my question for you is this, who are your biggest fans? Think about it in your life right now. Who cheers you on? Who believes in you? Who is it that's like, yo, like, you fucking got this shit. Like, I believe in you. Let's go. Is it your coach? Is it the 10K Coaching Academy? Because by the way, our community's lit. Is it me? Is it your significant other? Is it your best friend? Maybe it's a friend that you have on Facebook that you only talk to once a month, but every single time you talk to them, they support the shit out of you. That's probably somebody you should reach out to more. Is it your sister, your coworker? Guys, whoever it is, I don't care who it is, whoever it is, you need to reach out to those people more and you need to lean on them more because these are the people that will help you accomplish your goals because they will believe in you even when you don't believe in yourself. I'm gonna say that one more fucking time because it's important. Whoever it is that is your biggest cheerleaders, you need to reach out to these people more and you need to lean on them because these are the people who help you accomplish your goals because they will believe in you even when you don't believe in yourself. Guys, if you're having a hard day and you open up to somebody that's close to you in your network and this somebody that you opens up to says something like, yeah, you're right. You should, probably should go back to another job. Like this shit, like I told you online was unstable. I knew it wasn't going to work. Boom. Where do you think you're fucking going? You're going right back to where you started. Have fun at your nine to five, right? If you're having a hard day and you're like, man, this online thing is really difficult. Like I'm having a hard time. And you reach out to somebody that fucking believes in you, that knows that you can do it, that supports you, that has your back. Like, I understand that it's hard. Not every day is going to be easy, but I believe in you. You got this. Let's keep going. Let's push through. You got this shit. Boom. Where do you think you're going? You're going the direction of your goals. This is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking about. Who is planting seeds of doubt and who is planting seeds of support? Okay. Now, I want to contextualize this because online fitness coaches, not only do I want to give you value, I want to be able to give you value that you can give to your fitness clients. So your fitness clients that are trying to lose weight are probably experiencing those same things, right? Your fitness clients that are on a fitness journey for the first time, and maybe their entire family is struggling with weight loss, right? Maybe their family's struggling with weight loss. And then, you know, Sarah decides she's going to be the first one to lose weight. Well, your fitness clients who are trying to lose weight probably experience the same sort of psychological warfare that you do. Am I right? And it's funny because people don't mean for this to be warfare, but it fucking is. Planting a seed of doubt is psychological warfare. Go listen to Arnold Schwarzenegger. He did it tactically. So when your weight loss client tells their client or tells their friends or family that they're going to lose 20 pounds, like, you know, 
mom, I'm actually going to lose 20 pounds this time. Like I'm excited. I'm going to do it this time. And their family says shit like, honestly, Marie, when pigs fly, (laughs) like, I know you say you're going to lose weight, but I'll believe that when pigs fly. Marie, are you actually going to do another one of those weight loss things? Like you always go back anyways. What's the point of even starting? Oh, I love you, but I can't watch you fail at this again. You did the soup diet and the Atkins and the keto, the personal trainer. You never end up going to the gym. I don't know why you're wasting money on personal trainers. Yeah, you're going to lose weight. Sure. Like you did last time, right? Guys, this shit actually happens. I know it happens because I've heard it happen. Like I've heard it. I've seen it. I've worked with fitness clients that deal with the shit. And so your fitness client is not only trying to lose weight, but they're trying to believe in themselves when everyone else around them doesn't believe in them. So the people that are supposed to care about them are the ones that are waging psychological war on their minds. So it is your job as the coach and as the leader to believe in your fucking clients. It's your responsibility. It's also your responsibility to educate your clients on everything we're talking about in this podcast. Like if there's people around them that don't support their goals or ambitions, then I'm going to tell you to give them the advice that I'm about to give you. All right. You need to believe in your clients. That's so key. If you don't believe in your clients, like they're definitely not going to believe in themselves because they're dealing with all sorts of psychological warfare from people around them that might not believe in them. So it's your fucking job to believe in your clients. Okay. So what should you do, right? We're at this point now where we all kind of realize that we might be having war waged on our own minds. So if you are currently getting war waged on your mind by people planting seeds of doubt in you or people trying to distract you from your goals or Whatever it is, what should you do if people around you are planting seeds of doubt? I'm going to give you four things. Four things. If somebody close to you is planting seeds of doubt. So guys, if you're taking notes, I want you guys to write this down. Number one, don't disrespect their opinion, but don't absorb it. Write that down. Don't disrespect their opinion, but don't absorb it. Guys, if you're trying to be an online fitness coach and your mom doesn't believe in online fitness coaching because she worked a corporate job for 15 years and the internet wasn't a thing when she was around, You shouldn't disrespect her opinion because she doesn't necessarily understand, but you also should not absorb it. Like when I was first starting my online coaching business, I had people like when I was telling people I was going to make $10,000 a month, I had people tell me that it's not possible. It's not plausible. I should be aiming for something more realistic. I had my family told me that I should stick around as like a restaurant manager. I was making a good salary. You know, I had people tell me that I should just like get into the nightclubs. I should be a nightclub manager. I've got the personality to be a nightclub manager. Like I had all sorts of people that had all sorts of opinions. And my goal is to not disrespect their opinion, but also not to absorb it. And here's another thing. And this might be a little bit rude, but this is actually how I think. I don't tell my goals to small-minded people because I don't want them to cast their doubt on my ambition. I don't tell my goals to small-minded people because I don't want them to cast their doubt on my ambition. Like I know what my goals are and I will share my goals with people that I know support me and people that I know that are going to have my back. But if I know that my quote unquote, sister, brother, mom, daughter, whatever, whoever it is, is inherently negative, then I'm not going to share my goals with somebody that I know is going to shit on them. Sorry. And if somebody does, because it still happens, right? Like sometimes I'll be at a house party or I don't go to house parties. Sometimes I'll be at a dinner party or I'll be at a family gathering and somebody will ask me what my goals are and I'll share them and they'll share their small-minded opinion on my goals. And if it's not supportive, I thank them for sharing and I move the fuck on with my life. Like, I think that a lot of people, this is what you should never do, right? If you've got a goal, you've got a vision and you tell somebody and they shoot on it and they've got a small mind, I don't think you should argue with them why you're right and they're wrong. 
I don't think you should argue with them. I think you should thank them for their opinion and move the fuck on. Because why would you spend time arguing with a small-minded person about why you should accomplish your goals? I don't understand. I don't engage in active discussion with naysayers and neither should you, period, right? That's it. Don't disrespect their opinion, but don't absorb it. There's no point in getting into an argument with your mom about why online training is better. Say, thank you so much, mom, for your opinion. I appreciate you. I'll take it into consideration and I love you so much. And then move the fuck on with your life. Don't disrespect their opinion, but don't absorb it. That's number one. Number two, this is important. Guys, if you're taking notes, if you are hanging out with people that are casting doubt on your ambition, you need to do this shit. Number two, spend less time with people who plant seeds of doubt in you. Write that down. Spend less time with people who plant seeds of doubt in you. Guys, if your mom is the person that is constantly casting seeds of doubt on you and your ambition, you might not want to cut your mom out of your life, but maybe instead of calling her seven times a week, you call her three. Like you just spend less time with them. And guys, if there's one, usually there's one or two people that are particularly toxic to our ambition or our ideas. And like, especially if there's one particular person, just spend less time in communication with that person. If you know that this person, maybe they were your best friend at one point in your life and you spent every single moment together, but now you're trying to build this online business and they're kind of shitting on it. Like maybe it's time to spend less time with those people, right? Spend less time with people who don't support your ambition. Number three, this is important. The third one is the most fucking important one. Number three, spend more time with people who believe in you and support you. Spend more time with people who believe in you and support you. Which means this, guys, when I told you to look at your life right now and ask yourself who's your biggest cheerleaders, the reason that I asked you to do that is because there might only be one or two people that you thought of. It might only be one or two. Like if you look at the entire, if your entire life and all the people that you're talking to on a regular basis, it might only be one or two people that like lift you up. And you might not even talk to them that often because they might be a friend on Facebook that you talk to, but every single time you talk to them, they're hype as shit. You need to spend more time with that one person. And it is your responsibility to cheer them on too and bring them closer to you. If you've got somebody that like every time you like tell them your goals, they clap for you, then you need to spend more time with that person and you need to clap for them too. Like that's what fucking friends do. That's what friends are supposed to do. Actively seek to build a better relationship with those people. And guys, if you're my client and you're listening to this message, lean into the community more. That's why we're here. Everyone in the 10K Coaching Academy is there for you. Everyone believes in you and everybody has their back. Guys, I've also, here's a fucking side note. I've had people that cast seeds of doubt in the academy and I kick them the fuck out because I don't want you there if you're going to shit on other people's ambitions. So everybody in my group is somebody that will lift you up, support you and encourage you because that's the only type of people that I vibe with. So lean in to people who believe in you and support you, right? That's what it's about. And number four, guys, number four, this is important as well, is be a coach who believes in your clients and hire a coach who believes in you. I'm going to say that one more time. Be a coach that believes in your clients and hire a coach that believes in you. Be a coach that believes in your clients and hire a coach that believes in you. Guys, if you're listening to this podcast right now and you are not around people who support your ambition and you're hungry to prove them the fuck wrong and you're hungry to go in on my business and you want to be around a mentor that believes in you and supports you, reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook. If you're my client right now and you're already in the program, then this is a reminder to be a coach that believes in your clients because I fucking believe in you. If you're in my program, I believe in you so much that sometimes a lot of you guys felt like you didn't believe in yourself and you reached out and I gave you that belief. 
be a coach that believes in your clients. Give that same gift. Like it's my responsibility to believe in my clients and give them absolutely everything that I have so that I can cause them to level up and believe in themselves because I want my clients to go on and pass that same gift to their clients because your clients right now are dealing with psychological warfare and they might not even be aware of it. Your clients might not even be aware that their mom is the reason they're not losing weight because every single time they tell their mom that they want to lose weight, their mom's like, yeah, right. When pigs fly, there's no way you failed before. So it's your fucking job to break that cycle and believe in your clients. Okay. So if you need some help growing your online business, DM me on Instagram or Facebook, 10 K and I will fucking reach out and we can see if I can help. So let's summarize this. Let's wrap this up. All right, let's wrap this up. Arnold Schwarzenegger and GSP used psychological warfare to win their fights and win competitions, period. The three ways that Arnold and GSP waged war are this. Number one is interrupting patterns of focus. So GSP literally hired a stranger to kiss BJ Penn on the mouth while BJ Penn is walking up to the ring to throw BJ Penn off of his game. And then GSP dominated him in the ring. That's psychological warfare. The second way that they wage psychological warfare is Arnold planted seeds of doubt with snide remarks. So he would meet with competitors the night before and he would say things like, have you suffered a knee injury? And the competitor would start to question themselves and whether or not, you know, maybe their legs did look small and now they doubt themselves and Arnold would dominate them on stage. And the third way that they would wage war is they would never give the enemy the knife they needed to kill you. So Arnold would always give people the wrong advice on purpose, which is savage. But the one that affects us on a day-to-day basis, the one that is the most, most damaging to our level of belief in ourself is this, planting seeds of doubt. And unfortunately, planting seeds of doubt is something that happens to us every single fucking day. Every single day, there's our friends, our family, our coworkers that tell us that online training isn't possible, that it's not feasible, that it's not realistic. And so even though we wanna be an online trainer and we know that it's possible to make money from our laptops, we're also constantly questioning whether or not we're gonna be able to because we've got all of these people that are telling us all these different things about what they believe to be true in the world. So. Here are four ways to support your own mind and get out of doubt and into certainty so you can start accomplishing your goals. Number one is if you've got somebody that's casting a seed of doubt or casting a cloud on your ambition, don't disrespect their opinion, but don't absorb it. So anytime somebody outside of my circle has something negative to say about me or my, oh, that's, you know, (laughs) I had somebody the other day, I was like, dude, you're doing like too many podcasts, like too many podcasts on live streams. Like I heard that it's not good to draw, like blah, 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 blah. I'm like, thank you so much for your opinion. I really appreciate it. And I just don't argue. So don't disrespect their opinion, but don't absorb it. Just don't engage in people that have small minds or small opinions. Number two, spend less time with people who plant seeds of doubt in you. So if it's your mom, your brother, your sister, like whoever it is, you don't have to cut them out of your life, but maybe instead of calling them seven times a week, call them three times a week. Number three, spend more time with people who believe in you, support you. So the people that believe in you, support you, you'll fucking know because you'll tell them that you did something awesome and they'll clap. You'll tell them your goals and they'll clap. Those are people that you want to be around more and you also need to start clapping for those people. And number four, be a coach who believes in your clients and hire a coach that believes in you. Like your clients are all going to deal with seeds of doubt. Your clients are all going to deal with psychological warfare. And so it's your responsibility to make sure that you're doing everything in your power to break that pattern and help your clients believe in themselves. All right. So guys, that is it. That is all. Thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. This is the Change Lives Make Money Online Training Podcast, the number one show for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. That's it. That's all. I'll see you guys in the next episode and I'll talk to you soon.